All right, everyone, I'm Andrew Dowd, and it's time for Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are sponsored today by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com. We have Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and today Mr. Drew Green, a return guest. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Thanks for being with us. Um, what do you want to talk about today? There's a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the market, certainly, you have a great new listing we can talk about. Um, where should we start? Well, we could talk about the market in general and where it is and where I anticipate it going. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people are, this time of year, historically, always get concerned with the uh, lower levels of activity. And that is not anything to be concerned about. And obviously, people have other things to be worrying about this time of year, as in family, friends, you know, holiday yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is historically always the slowest time of year. Uh, on the that, buy and the sell side. And the buy and the sell side. Like, but th- that said, it, it's all going to be fine. Uh, you know, the market is doing exactly uh, what it should be doing. Uh, and all the indicators that I'm seeing are suggesting the fact that we're going to have a strong 2024. And what are those indicators? What are you seeing? Well, uh, certainly the stock market has done incredibly well over the mm-hmm. last six weeks. And uh, obviously more people having more money in their pockets will lend itself to more opportunities for uh, buying homes in the Hamptons. Uh, That, for one, uh, inflation certainly seems to have leveled off, and uh, interest rates seem to have also leveled off and are coming down a bit. And is it anticipated by all the experts that I've spoken to and heard from that uh, the, uh, the interest rates are anticipated to come down? Is that the biggest factor, the interest rates? I, you know, look, I, I, that's an excellent question. And the answer is a lot of buyers in the Hamptons, more often than not, tend to represent themselves as cash. And they, and they you know, theoretically will come to the table with, uh, with cash to purchase. That said, a lot of people do get financing. Um, the interest rates influence the market, in my eyes, from the perspective that Buyers see that as an opportunity to, for lack of a better word, beat up sellers on, hey, look, interest rates are quite high. You've got no, do, are there any other bidders that you have currently in the house? Uh, but that, you know, they, a lot of people generally go about getting their financing, if they do finance at all, through private uh, means. Mm-hmm. Uh, thus, they're not, uh, they're not uh, subject to the interest rates that a lot of people would otherwise see. So, yes, interest rates influence the market from the standpoint that it's a it's a uh, perception thing. Right. But mm. a lot of these people they're not uh, they're not influenced in a negative way as far as the you know standard interest rates that the average person might have to pay. So, Drew, what what advice are you telling your um, buyers and sellers right now when they're calling you up and saying, oh, I have no, I have a listing. There's no action on, on the listing. Should I lower the price or should I hold and just wait it out? Like what, where are you telling them they should just be focused well, on? Each circumstance of course is unique. Uh, obviously you have to take each house individually and where it's priced mm-hmm. relative to its, uh, true market value. Um, I would say that you know, look, if you're speaking to me, at least, uh, I'm going to give you what I perceive to be uh, where it should be priced in the in the market as an asking price. And we go from there as far as what it ultimately might sell for. Um, so it sounds like every situation is different, you know, depending on how soon they want to sell, you know, where the price is at, where you think it should be at. 
how long it's been on the market. But in, in overall sense, like we're all agreeing that this is like a slower time of the year. We, as we look at the numbers every week, we always say, you know, around right after the Thanksgiving holiday, all the way through, you know, into the new year, right? mid-January, that's typically the slowest time of the market in Hamptons real estate. Yeah, there's closings happen. People are trying to close um, before the end of the year. So the closings are a little bit higher. But if a new deal is going into contract, is traditionally slow. Well, interesting thing I learned maybe about 10 years ago. I always felt that the best time to buy, if you're a buyer, uh-huh. not taking into account interest rates and, and, the, and the price of things in general, uh, but the best time to buy year in and year out uh, as far as the time of year is basically now through middle to end of January. There's not, a lot, there's not a lot of yeah, traffic. I kind of agree. There's not a lot of traffic. Yeah. They're paying the heating bill. The heating bill's mighty yeah. expensive this past right. month. It got mighty cold out there. <laughs> and and owners sometimes you know get a little anxious because there's not a lot of traffic. So if you're yeah. a buyer and there's not a lot of traffic out there, there's not a lot of competition, you right. may have an opportunity all, to find, find it's, yourself. It's an power. art. I think you spoke about this mm-hmm. in another time when you're on this podcast where it, there's an art to it. There's a lot of psychological thinking goes into the process of buying and selling a home. And you're right. It's with a homeowner selling their home, having less activity in late December and a buyer comes in, you, you may just That's hit right. it right and get, right. A, get a right. little bit of a good deal over there. But you're kind of interesting, Drew, in the sense that it sounds like you're kind of like positive on the market. You think you think that things are going to go well next year. I yeah, I do. And uh, I think there's a lot of negative Nancys out there that are like, oh, it's it's going down. I think it's experience. I think yeah. Drew. I think <clears throat> let's just rewind, Drew. How many years experience have you had selling in Hamptons real estate? Twenty six. And okay. the, I think the first podcast I ever got on with you guys, or maybe it was the second one, I talked about the the staircase effect in, yep. in Hamptons real estate market. Hamptons real estate market really never takes a big dip. It'll go up like a staircase. So right now we're on a flat level on that staircase and okay. on a step. Right. It doesn't go down. It just kind of levels off, and it'll level off for a period nice. of time until we experience our next bull market. Ooh, then it'll go wait. up because, yeah. again, a lot of people that home at oh, excuse me own homes in the Hamptons are people of means. They have money. They're not necessarily oh my god, I got to sell my home. I got to sell my home, and they're not going to drop mm-hmm. drop the price to a point where they just got to give it away. Right. They'll just wait for the next bull market. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's we're once again we're on the, one of those flatline stairs. That uh, you know, prices have not been creeping up over the last. What are we on? About a year plus now of prices being give mm-hmm. or take flat, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, it might last another, might last another few months, might last another six months. But bottom line is, in the end, it's always going to you know, it's creep the on, Hamptons. Creep on People up. come to the Hamptons for a particular reason. Well, you said something kind of interesting the other day. You were over in the office and. We were talking about a, a wild property. Uh, I think it was in Quag, the one that just went into contract oh, yeah. or something. Oh, okay, like yeah, we have a big property in, in Quag. Yep. Mm-hmm. You didn't know it at the time, but your comment kind of struck with me. You you said, you know, there's a buyer for everybody out here. Right. You know, there's, there's a there's a buyer for every and home out here at, yeah. at a price. Buyer for every, every home. Yeah. Buyer for every yeah. home at a price. And I was like, that's true. There's like the whole world of people want 
you know, this. They, they, right. They could buy anything in the it world. Takes, they they, buy, they, they buy we, Everybody's got to remember. It's, again, I said it before, I'll say it again. It's the hmm. Hamptons. People want to be here. Hmm. And they're going to continue to want to be here. So there's always going to be a buyer at a price. That price has to be found. That's the, that's the secret. That's the art, as we say. Yep. You know, it's Perfect. weird. I've been told that my whole life, and it's like, when you live here, I think you forget that people want to be here because sometimes you're like, man, it's cold and I want to get out of here. I want to go on vacation. I want to go somewhere. And when you leave and you come back. I know. And I, I always talk about that it, whenever right? I go on vacation. I go on vacation to supposedly what is supposed to be this absolutely beautiful place and I spend this, a ton of money and then I fly back home and then I get on uh, you know, the, the highway and then all of a sudden, I'm finally on County Road 39, and I start seeing, you know, Southampton. And then I just drive by the ocean, and I, or I'll drive by Long Beach or whatever, and I'm just like, holy crap. <laughs> it is so freaking nice here. We live in and a special And that stays place. with me for like two weeks, and then, it, and then, and then I don't know. <laughs> and then you forget again. <laughs> and then I forget again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, every time. That's true. Every time I, I go away. We, uh, my it's kind of like the reason I like going away, is to get that feeling back where I live. Yeah. the reset, you know. Yeah. yeah. Makes you appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. And it's the Hamptons, man. I mean, it's it's world-renowned. I mean, there's so many great things about the Hamptons, and it's, like Drew says, he's seen so many cycles of, of real estate over years, and it's always have has gone up. And we're seeing that with the market. The median sale price is, is going up quarter over quarter, even though the sales are down, even though the transactions right. are down. This shows that people still want to be here. They're willing to pay to be here. And eventually the market will turn. More listings will come onto the market. You'll see those numbers, those down numbers go be positive again. And it's Yeah, that's gonna an interesting happen. number to follow. Follow the median sale price. Yeah. I mean, yes, inflation brings all prices of all homes across the country up. But if you look at the median price of sales in the Hamptons versus mm -hmm. the median price of sales elsewhere, you know, I don't know, over the last... Over the last 10 years, the median price of homes has more than doubled, I mm -hmm. believe, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yes, last, agreed. Yeah. And yeah. That, you know, right. that's significant. Yeah. Doubled in 10 years is a lot. Well, yeah. while we're talking I try numbers. to process that because it's like, okay, that's doubled, but you know what else is doubled? The cost of eggs is doubled. You know what I mean? It's like, is that just how money works? You know what I mean? That's why you get a chicken coop, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I think about that all the time. <laughs> Free eggs. All you got to do is feed the birds. Like, when I was, when I was a kid... You know, if you got a job for nine dollars an hour, that was all right. You know what I mean? Like now, a kid—you can't get a kid to work for less than nine for less than twenty dollars an hour. It doesn't happen. So I don't know. I thought it was. I don't know why I'm saying that. Go ahead. Let's see what you got for the <laughs> all right. So um, over the past week, there were 19 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Mar Montauk. When you compare it to last year. Surprisingly, it's the same, 19. So it represents uh, a no change when you compare it to the two years. Um, but when you go back to 2021, there were 36 listings that went to contract. So it's a decrease of 47%. The breakdown of these 19 transactions, there was two between 10 and 20 million, four between five and 10 million, one between three and five million, five between two and three million, three between one and two million and four under a million. The dollar volume though, let's look at the dollar volume because this is interesting. So we just said that there was the same amount of listings that went to contract from this year compared to last year. However, this year, the dollar volume of those 19 listings was 85 million and the dollar volume of those 19 listings last year was 63 million. So it's an increase in dollar volume year over year of 35%. And going back to 2021, 
um, there were $101 million in dollar volume with a decrease of 16%. So as we break down the dollar volumes, you could see the gap really narrowing um, with um, with the dollar volume amounts compared to years over years. Um, new listings coming onto the market. This one's a great Great one this week to see, 24 new listings. So that increases the inventory by five listings. And the breakdown of those, 20, um, those 24 new listings, there was two between 10 and 20 million, four between five and 10 million, two between three and five million, five between two and three, seven between one and two and four under a million. Inventory stands at 1,784 total listings, 1,395 active and 389 in contract. Low inventory is still very much a factor. You know, well yes. under 2,000. Right. Yeah. Prior to COVID, we were out like 5,000, right? What's that? Prior to COVID, it was around 5,000. Yeah, for years, we ran with an inventory, give or take, an average of 4,000 properties in the Hamptons for, mm. for years. And we're now at what? Would you say 1,700, give or take? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're still low. I mean, we still, you know. In, in your experience as a real estate agent, what was, like, prior, what was the lowest you ever saw it? Do you have any? I Frankly, I think we're, uh, you know, Steve's been doing this almost as long as me. Yeah, inventory levels have been right now. Prior to that, I mean. Did you ever see like a 4,000 or a 3,000 number, if you recall? Yeah, yeah, but Uh, never like 2,000, 2,500. I mean, right. it was years ago is that we didn't have the technology to be able to track these numbers. The systems were not uh, adequate enough. Um, so since we since we had a, now have a robust system, we're able to track, and it'll be great to see as we go. You know, ten years from today, um, we can look back at these numbers, and it's gonna be it's pretty cool to, to be able to finally have these statistics and analytics of the inventory um, on record. If you are looking for a home, mm. Drew has a really good one. We should talk about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, twenty two Bridge Hill Lane, Bridgehampton. Twenty two Bridge Hill Lane. It's a home I actually sold. Uh, to the owners and developers uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and their intentions were to use it as a primary home. And uh, often, is the case they they want to they get bored, and they want to move on. <laughs> and I, I've seen that a million times. Developers always like uh, tr- doing doing the next thing, new, a new project. That's it. So, um, twenty two Bridge Hill Lane. It's a it's a sp- I'm calling it a, a modern traditional split level and split level. Uh, is normally a kind of a bad word in real estate. In this case, I find it to be a very positive thing because in this particular home, it has five different levels of living. It's like a multi-level. It's multi-level. Like multi, a yeah, that's yeah. A, that's five, multi-level is probably a more appropriate way to call it. Yeah, thing to from call the it. exterior, right. it just looks like it looks like a traditional, a traditional house. It looks like a right, a traditional. It's very, it's beautiful. In, house. Inside the the finishings are very modern, slick, and and chic, mm-hmm. and. Um, the so again the split level affords you the opportunity to have uh, a large group of people family whatever you want to call them and uh, if if you want some separation between the family and or friends whatever. say the so, in laws are visiting so the, the yeah. different levels gives you an opportunity this house to, sounds perfect <laughs> <laughs> the house gives you an opportunity to have that separation if that's what you're looking for it, it's it's quite nice and it's in, located in one of the most private settings you can find in the Hamptons yet convenient. It's basically five minutes from uh, Main Street, Sag Harbor, five minutes from Main Street, Main Street, Bridge, Hampton, and at the end of a cul-de-sac street on a, on a cul-de-sac driveway. So it's incredibly private. Uh, you know, you're, no traffic, no planes, trains, automobiles mm-hmm. to be concerned about. Are you Very, like right down the street? Is it um, from uh, Long Beach? 
Just hop it's, on. It's uh, off of, uh, just go north of Scuttlehole Road. You go up yeah. about a third of a okay. mile, take take a left off of Brick Kiln, and it's uh, at the end of that street. Bridge it's Hansen. a hop, skip, and a jump. That's what I love about Bridge Hansen, man. It's like so central. It's like, it's yeah. exactly central. what you just said. It loca- it's perfect, sen- uh, conveniently located. Yeah. And yeah. Drew, what's the price of this? This is asking five million nine hundred and ninety-five thousand, and it's Steel. like completely renovated. It looks br- reads brand new to me. It really does look brand new. It does. Yes, it is. Over it, yes. over an acre. Spectacular. Five point five. Right. Room for a Padel court if you if one's into Padel, and the Padel is a what's that? Like Padel is kind of a new sport that's uh, even more chic and hip than uh, paddle or excuse me than uh, pickle at this point wow so wait uh, hold on so the, i haven't even heard of wait, it wait you yeah. haven't this is like so in, wait, in on, snl have, the nightclub guy you have, paddle, you have pickleball <laughs> it's like every week there's a new club every week there's a new sport so so hold on we have pickleball we have paddle and now we have padel padel wait is padel paddle Padel, no. Padel is not paddle. Padel is not paddle. Padel, I have not learned to play it yet. I've watched it on YouTube. It, to me, looks like a hybrid between uh, squash and and probably most akin to paddle, if you're familiar with platform tennis or paddle. Except for it's not played against wires; it's played against a like a plexiglass wall. So it's like uh, like squash. It's, it's on like, a paddleboard, not paddleboard. No, it's more. It's because there's a net. It's not like squash. So it it's. I think it's because you're playing the, against the, an opponent. The sport we're playing against two. It's usually doubles. Okay. I think is the is the game more often than not. I have an image. But I I I if again I don't know the rules and I've never played it. But in watching it and having played paddle before myself for many years it looks very akin to paddle uh, it's played the same way you're you, again you're using you got a court that's similar to a pickle court or or tennis court but you're playing it you're using the walls so, so you're surrounded by plexiglass you're which you're, right feels like and a great opportunity to run into well you gotta and injure yourself you obviously got to avoid doing so that's, I've always that's like it's like you- hockey tennis yeah, there's a and lot. like you know, like you can you know body no check people. No yeah. checking. It's like basketball. Well, Drew's, a, Drew's an athlete. He, no, get, no, he gets no, out no. there. He played. No. I played golf with Drew a couple times. Yeah. He like no. he, he likes. You're, if you're you were in high school uh, after watching college. me play you golf, were a college starting quarterback, right? And I, well, I didn't start. I I I, I worked the clipboard more often than not. Right. <laughs> but that's okay. I had fun. Yeah, yeah. sure you did. Um, pretty cool. Fun. Let's talk about. Fun things to do with yeah, the Hamptons. That was good. Take it All away, right. Dave. <laughs> things to do this weekend in the Hamptons. I actually have some ideas. Um, there's a really nice, interesting article on Hamptons.com, and it's called The Complete Guide to Ice Skating in the Hamptons. So if you want to go ice skating, I encourage you to check this out. You can go to the Buckskill Ice Rink, rink in East Hampton. Wolfer Estate has kind of a fake ice rink. I don't know if I'd recommend that one, but uh, you could go there also for other reasons. And then you have the Southampton Ice Rink in Southampton, which I brought up before, and that is a good time. So if you want to go ice skating, at the end of the day, really, my opinion, you got Buckskill and you got Southampton. And then if it freezes over on the ponds, then you do Town Pond in East Hampton. Are we ever going to see it freeze over again? Well, did it last year? I, think I, don't, it did. I, don't, I don't. I don't know the last time it froze it over to the point where people could skate. It was last really? year. That it's big been a while. I can't remember. No, that was two years ago. Two years. Ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's scary. All right. So then you got Candle Nights in 
candle, candle night, candlelight nights at the Wolfer Estate tasting room. So every single Friday night evening, they have live music from local musicians, um, and it's festively decorated. And you can get a spiced brandy or a Wolfer mule, and that starts at four thirty, and that is awesome. Okay, that is a great date night for anyone that wants to do that. That is just awesome. That is a very cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have a Christmas Carol, a live radio play presented by the Hampton Theater Company, um, and that is going to be December fifteenth through the seventeenth, and that's live on stage in Quag. Uh, at the Quag Community Hall. So I encourage you to check that out if you're into local theater. And then you have a holiday mixer at the Baker House 1650 in East Hampton, and that's the 16th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And you can indulge in an evening of sophistication and luxury as you celebrate the holiday season in style. Immerse yourself in the enchanting atmosphere of their historic property, beautifully adorned with festive decorations and twinkling lights. I've never been there. Is that place cool? It's great. Yeah, I is love it? Baker House. It's very nice. Where is it? It's right on Main Street? Yeah. Where is it? It's uh, is it new? Ma- Maidstone Arms, which is now in the Oh, it's the old Maidstone Arms. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't been there yet. Oh well, it's it's time for a day review. Yeah, I got to get there. And then speaking of that, Rowdy Hall has opened officially in Amagansett. So if you are looking for a new place to go out, Rowdy Hall is now officially open in East Hampton. I mean, in Amagansett. They they've always been open in East Hampton. And um, that's exciting. Great. So you can go there. All right. And get rowdy. At the hall. In a hall. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You want to do, talk about anything else that's going on this weekend? Uh, I think we covered it. Really? Thank you, Dave. Nothing else? That's all I got this weekend. That's all we got for this week. All right, I appreciate it. <laughs> Drew, thanks for joining us. That was uh, good insight. We'll see what the, the new year holds. Uh, until then, I'm Andrew Dowd. That's what's happening in the Hamptons.